a weakness. You gotta see this. Remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances Vanessa nigga with some counterfeits But now I'm counting this Parmesan with my accountant lives In fact I'm down in this Tuesday with my boobay Tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst Girl I can buy a Westie world With my base stuff Ooh that pussy good Won't you sit it on my taste plus I get way too petty Won't you let me do the extras Pull up on your block Then break it down We playing Tetris AM to the PM PM to the AM phone Piss out your per diem My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Bitch, be humble Hold up, bitch Sit down Hold up, Be humble Hold up, bitch Sit down Bitch, sit down Be humble Sit down Be humble Sit down Be humble And welcome to another episode of wonder confessions uh you can follow me at uh um at uh a twitter and instagram um film underscore wonder you can also uh follow me at or read my work at uh at uh thefilmwonder.wordpress.com um i just recently put the spider-man homecoming review up there i have yet to put War for the planet of the apes up there um girls trip will be up there um, I don't know how I'm going to do Girls Trip. It probably won't be a lot of words. I'll probably just, you know, just rave about it and how great it was. Um, Dunkirk will be up there too, but Dunkirk is probably going to take me a little bit of time because I haven't really read about the history of Dunkirk. Um, but it'll, it'll be up there when I put it up there. Um, uh, is there anything else I'm missing? Um, oh, filmwonder.com. Uh, well, filmwonder.blogger.com. Uh, but, you know, that's old. And, I, and I, I, I don't know why I always keep promoting that one. I guess I kind of want to give you know bloggers some shine. I guess so. I so I I I routinely promote it when I shouldn't promote it, but I but I do it regardless. Um, so um, I did do a show last week. Um, I I just didn't really feel like doing the show to be honest. Like I was just I was kind of taking some time off uh, from my job and stuff, and I'm doing this on a special Monday. Um, knowing I have to go back to work tomorrow. Um, so I'm sort of just sort of trying to do a. Or, this is gonna be a recap show of like uh, Super, uh, Florida SuperCon and all of what took place over there. Um, uh, bad traffic, um, me meeting um, some celebrities, and uh, me sort of you know hoarding my cash because I didn't really want to blow a lot of cash, uh, considering that I you know my my uh, my life's kind of changed ever since last year. Um, you know, living in an apartment and living on your own. Um, so I, I you know I I you know I had a good time. Um, and uh, I will say that the event sort of taught me something about. Um, going in a different direction about, um, you know, traveling and, you know, getting away from, you know, certain areas and places. Um, but it was good. Um, I did two podcasts on this, but, um, I haven't done a podcast on this since, um, Friday and Friday night where I was pretty, I was pretty fucked up. I had four, uh, alcoholic substances. I had like a, I had two, uh, crumb and cokes, which is like my default drink when I can't figure out what else I want at a bar. So I have rum and coke because I, you know, my, um, I don't know when I'm at a bar, like I always sort of go with, you know, whatever I'm feeling, what the routine is, right? Russian rum and coke, um, and I've had gin and tonic. Um, um, so there's that. Um, 
Oh, oh, yeah. I had a beer from Shula's Burgers, which I advise everyone to go to because I had their burgers. The burgers were really good. And I had this 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 pineapple apple cider, um, which is so good. Um, I think it's I think it's Ace. It's called Ace. I don't really know the exact name of it, but I just remember having that thing when I you know I walked from uh, the convention center to to Shula Burger. I was, I was like, let me try Shula Burger and then have a, have a taste of you know what you know Don Shula you know crafted into after you know um, you know you know the you know the 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 high prominent ears of the dolphins um i would say you know you know it wasn't so high like after the 90s it was okay but it wasn't great um and then of course you had the answer you know Jimmy Johnson but nevertheless um really good burger i had uh i think this barbecue burger was really good i had uh, of course the beer the fries are good um the setup's good um i mean everything about the joint is pretty good um but before i get into you know, the good part about Super Florida Supercon, I have to talk about the bad, and that is the traffic. Guys, you, like, I, I get really, my ass gets real tight when traffic becomes a point of discussion anywhere. Um, cause I don't want to get my shit towed cause I don't want to pay a ton of money that I may not, I, that I'll have, but I don't want to, I don't want to give up money that I give up free money like that. So, like, for instance, like I'm gonna start with Saturday because Saturday was pretty bad. Like, but I honestly Saturday could have been avoided by me because I I I was attending to some hygienial shit that I didn't do throughout throughout my break. So Saturday I was able to tend to um met my manicure pedicure and and I got a haircut as well. Um, in um you know it, you know in my, I'm you know not far from where I live, so I tended to that and and I got to that taken care of and stuff and um. Um, haircut came out nice. I might go to that place more often now. Uh, it, it, it seems like a pretty good vibe. Um, there's not a lot of, um, and maybe I have to go there more often. I would, you know, get, understand the, 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 the ambience and the vibe. Um, uh, not, a, not any homophobia, no, um, racism, no, none of that, no sexism, none of that shit. Um, which, you know, stuff I don't want to be around. You know, and and um, and um, you know, when I'm getting my haircut, because I don't really care about, uh, you know, who's winning the game or who's um, you know, uh, you know, who whose ass is popping right now. I just want to get my haircut and get the hell up out of here. That's really all I care about when I'm going to get a haircut. Just I'm here to do business. That's it. That's it. Uh, got my haircut. Um, you know, dude did a really good job. Um, he usually cuts like my other barber. Um, uh, he's a good barber. Um. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> it kind of sounds like I'm stalling and all of that, but yeah, it was it was a good cut. I mean, he did a good job. Um, you know, took him four dollars. It was like fourteen dollars for a brush cut. Um, and I was like, I'm probably gonna go back to this place more often. You know, if, you know, the guy who cut my hair, you know, is the one who's doing it. So that was cool. Um, also, I got my nails done. You're probably wondering, you know, if Eddie Dews listens, like, you know, what kind of guy guys he sounds like? Um, a guy who wants to hear himself. <laughs> That's kind of was kind of yeah, kind of matters. I haven't I haven't got my nails done. Um, I'd say it's been a long time. I'm just gonna say it's been a long time. I, I'd say it's been seven, eight, nine months or something like that. It's, it's something pretty abhorrent. Um, and you know, part of it's in like cash hoarding, but you know that should never be a thing. A discussion is like you 
yeah, you should get that shit handled because if you're if you're not getting it handled, then what are you doing, right? So I got, I got that taken care of, um, and you know that was good. And then you know from that point, I went to Publix to get a little get a quick snack. I got, got from Publix to get a quick snack. I went to you know five below to get a charger, um, or as I like to call basically the hips the the five dollar uh, store for hipsters. Uh, which it is, and they have some products over there. Um, just the problem is, is uh, I, I get five dollar headphones all the time, and I, I beast the fuck out of them. That, that's kind of my trend when I'm using, you know, earbuds. Like I, I was like, I'm going to abuse them. Uh, my my thing fell. Um, so um, what else is new? What else happened? Um, I got a lump in my mouth. Yeah, oh, I, I got a lump in my gum. Like, like I've gotten like my teeth um, repaired, not repaired, but I've gotten some work done on them. Um, you know, since I want to say um, May or June, um, and then I recently acquired like this this like one lump on my um, my right side of my mouth um, because. I, I need root canals and root canals are no joke when it comes to cost like $1,100 like I have to spend on these root canals like I, have, I have a root canal two root canals that need to be solved and then I have to get my wisdom to removed in that same area like if, like you know next to the teeth tooth, but not, not at it so when I was while I was off like I you know somehow acquired it and I guess this this bump was created by the fact that you know it was like rising pain and that it just it just transferred into like you know that part of the uh, on the gum and and um i've been thinking hey maybe i should get it checked out or whatever i'm and i'm probably gonna get it checked out but you know the thing is, is you know i don't know you know what i should do especially knowing i'm i'm kind of really tight on gash um i mean i'm tight on gash right now like i'm like i i like, you know, work couldn't come at a better time because um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get you know paid for this week and get that taken care of. But, you know, it's like oh, so I've been treating it. It's like, you know, or gel and and um, I just put a more ointment on it, you know, um, you know, this morning while sleeping, you know, doing all that sort of stuff. Um, I also, you know, use my ice, you know, swelling's gone down, but it hasn't gone down enough to, to the fact that, you know, I feel I feel a little bit better. I guess it feels better. It's not hurting me, but it is a distraction. So, you know, I don't know how it, it, it probably started when I was on vacation. I just don't know, you know, how exactly it transpired. It just happened. And, um, yeah, I've been dealing with it. Um, so it's like, how, how are you able to talk? It's like, you know, the pain's gone down. And, you know, I, I felt like when I was, you know, at the con, like I was like, you know, uh, you know, yeah, it wasn't that bad, but I, I had to sort of like try to talk around my mouth or around my gum. So I didn't have that like slurry sounding speech and I wasn't slurring. It just, I was dealing with that like throughout the con and, you know, it, it got better on Sunday, but you know, still it's, it's an, it's a negative thing. So anyway, the parking situation was absolutely awful after Friday. I I had a feeling it was gonna be bad, but it was bad, man. Like I had to go like the last two days, I had to go to the Baja Maya, um, at the beach in Florida Beach. I had to walk. I paid seventeen fifty on that Saturday, and I paid eleven dollars on Sunday. And I had to walk both times from that location to the con. And you're probably wondering, okay, why would I do such an, an insane thing like that? Well. Like I said, I'm I get really I get paranoid about parking because 
you got to pay for parking and I don't want to get towed, especially, you know, in areas like Miami or Lauderdale, or, you know, you pay, a to- you, you, you know, you pay, um, you know, paying coin ops, you know, for parking. I, I get hung up on that stuff because when you have, when you're dealing with privatized parking, it's like, fuck, it's like, you know, are you gonna get your shit told? Is you gonna be told? Like, 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 you know, why are you bugging about it? You know, your car is protected. It's like, is it? You know, especially when you're five minutes over, and then you know they're gonna send a tow truck. It's like, oh, or a tow truck gonna put a boo on your on your on your car. And it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. I don't know what to do. Oh my god, you know, it's always it's always that moment where I'm like, you know, what's going to happen to my ride? Like, I hope they don't do something to my ride. I I hope they take good care of my ride. So, like, it always comes down to that. It always comes down to that. Where I'm always, I'm always so worried whether or not my my vehicle is going to be impounded. You know, it's just it's a it's a mental thing. Like, it, and and it's not a matter of like, well, you just don't don't put it in your head. It won't happen. It's like it's just, dude. It's it's my car. Like. Like my father has a couple of cars, you know, on the side, you know, in case someone needs to drive it. Like he had a Blazer, but my auntie recently got that car because her other car got a it. It was it was it was too damaged while beyond repair, so he just gave her that and stuff. And I'm gonna need another vehicle, you know, down the line because mine is like like over 150 thousand miles. Um, and it's like the only good thing about it is like you know I change my oil on schedule and you know my tires are rotated and you know the balance of the car is good, but I know you know eventually I'm going to need some new need some new wheels, but the parking situation was terrible, um, and I dealt with it the best way I could. Um, I mean I see the, the I see I see things from the side of the company from from Supercon and stuff and what they had to deal with. Like I, I, I honestly, they are dealing with this because of the fact that they had to move from Miami Beach Community Center because of of renovation. It wasn't so much, you know, they're moving because they have a riff or whatever. Not that I know of, but I, all I know is they had to move from there to here because of the because of you know space. There's probably this is probably the best space they could afford. So they put it they put it in you know for a lot of them, and you know they're probably realizing ooh. We gonna have to deal with this next year, and you know I saw they're gonna put, they're gonna have it next year for July twelfth or fifteenth at the same location. I'm not gonna be going there for four days next year, probably just one or two days. Like I haven't this is not exactly how I'm gonna handle it, but but you know, um, but I think um yeah they kind of realize that you know if it's gonna get this bad maybe we can kind of probably try to find a way to make parking more feasible um, because they have parking as high as $20 outside of the con. And I was like, and one of the reasons why I, I was like, let me go to, let me go back to that beach. I ain't paying $20 to park at a fucking, at a, at a fucking joint. I just can't do it. No, like $10, I'll pay $10. I'll pay 15 even, but 20s or no, I'll pay 12, but 15, $20 is, is a damn, it, it, it's a reach. Now let's say if, it was $20 and I have four people with me. That seems like a better deal. And why is it a better deal? Because I have four people with me. It was just me going there, you know, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was just me. Um, and I didn't stay at a hotel this year because I live 24 minutes away from temp from, um, from Fort Lauderdale, from that, from that convention center. I just felt there was really no need for me to do that, to, to basically spend money, spend my credit on a hotel that, Honestly, it's kind of useless because I live it. I have an apartment. 
I didn't really feel it was feasible for me to to do that. So I was like, let me just get my ass. Let me go ahead and, you know, detox the toxins, the beer and the, and, and the liquor and the vodka that is currently in my system and do that. And by the way, I don't advise anyone do this, by the way, because that's that's kind of dangerous. Because even if the alcohol that is upside out of your system, that the kidney, that, that your liver is flushing out of it, the toxins that's flushing the toxins out, it may not be enough. You still may be just a tick off. Um, you know, and also another way to combat it is, of course, you eat food. You eat, you eat. Either you gotta have some potatoes, some some potatoes, or some 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 like a burger, or you know, you know, meat, anything to digest the system. And then you have you have your you have your alcohol. You know, let it do its thing. You don't 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 mess up your liver or anything by. Or don't mess up your life by trying to drive and thinking you can tough it out. I I could do it because I was I felt I was okay. I felt it was okay to handle that load, and so I dealt with that. Um, so that's it for the parking. I think there's not much else to talk about with the parking. Um, photo ops. I did selfies. I didn't really do any photo ops this year. I felt. Um, I was gonna try to do one with Levar Bates. Levar, I mean Levar, Levar Bates, Levar Burton. He was there, but I didn't do one with Levar Burton because um, I, I kind of felt just financially, I didn't feel very comfortable to do one with him or you know anyone else because I, I could have splurged money on the, uh, you know Karen Gillian and Plum Clinton Clinton Clint, Clint, If I'm saying her name right, I keep watching her name. Um, the woman that played Mantis. And I saw her, I saw her there. Like I didn't meet her, but I saw her there. Like you know, they were there, but I didn't really you know, you know, get my photo with her or selfie, or whatever. I just I couldn't put the money down. Um, so I took it really easy this time. I didn't really meet anyone huge this year, like last year or the year before, where I felt comfortable spending the money. And also, I just I kind of felt out of it. The whole thing, and and it wasn't because I was I was like um I, I've met my max with cons. It's just you kind of I kind of reached a point this year where I was like I'm going to do something different next year. Um, like I've been get I've been sort of taking time off to get rest, but the more I think about it, it's like I can I can I can do better. I can definitely do better than this. Um, I could definitely you know take a trip to Orlando and. You know, probably take somebody with me and, you know, go to another con over there, which I'm going to do next year. I'm going to go to Fetish Con, but I'm also going to go to a theme park. I'm going to have fun. I want to I want to get my rest. And I want to have fun. And I do want to meet people and I do want to, you know, sort of build relationships that way. So, you know, that's my that was sort of what I was thinking about. You know, even Sunday was like, why do I don't I want to do a photo out with a uh, photo or except for with uh, Tony Todd? And here's the thing with Tony Todd. I would have done one with Tony Todd if I, you know, I just, you know, something popped in my head. It was like when he was doing an interview with some with some person, and then it just hit me. It was like, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm really tired. And so I ended up doing a, I ended up doing a selfie on Sunday, for example, with Leva Bass, uh, cosplaying extraordinaire, uh, great woman, um, really really cool, really pretty, um, really funny, um, and you know, child, you know, very childlike, you know. Like has really she's a big kid. Um, it's kind of what I call people who you know are you know who don't really act like their age, but they just they, they kind of just they don't like to live life like they're adults, so to speak. Like, and I guess I, I kind of bother people in that way, and you know, and you know, 
I, I've been I've befriended people, you know, on you know certain platforms, Snapchat, Twitter, you know, who are just that way. You know, they don't want to grow up, out of you know, become adults because adulthood, let's be quite honest, is kind of shitty because you have to do things your your parents did, or you feel like you have to do them because you know your parents did them. It's like you know you need to have kids, you know, you start having a family, and you know you and you kind of realize actually it's like. I don't think I want to be a father. I don't want to be a father, for for example. I don't want children. I don't, you know, I I I feel like I haven't really done the best, my my best to enjoy my life, my myself, for me. And I and and I think this year it, it really hit me that um, I'm going to go to Baltimore next year. I'm going to go to DC next year to the Smithsonian, and I'm going to a con there. But I'm also going to meet people. I'm, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do different things next year. Uh, this year wasn't that year, I, I felt, because I guess, you know, I'm moving into a new new situation, I'm sort of trying to find myself, and, you know, and I guess that whole fits into the whole mantra of you find, trying to find yourself, like, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to find my real self probably until I die, um, but the very person I'm content with, I'm happy with, because I'm reconstructing myself, stuff, and it just, you know, it just hit me, I don't think I want to do all these, all these selfies, uh, you know, the stuff with the big celebrities. I just didn't feel like doing it. And so, yeah, I did one with Leva Bates, and I did one with Teddy Long, like Teddy Long to start the, the, on Friday. I did one with him. And I, I was thinking of doing another one with, with Time Log, and I didn't do one, I didn't get a chance to do one with him. And and, and uh, the biggest one, and I swear to God, no pun intended, Angelina Castro. Angelina fucking Castro was there. Cube, Cubano mommy herself. Porno great Angelina Castro. The thing was when I met her, I didn't really bring up her porn gig. I was like, yo, I was like, I was looking at one of the information, the pamphlet, and just seeing who was all there and stuff. I think it was on a Friday. I was like, I was at one of those like uh, those those uh, uh, like uh, those geek film festival things that they have there. I think every year or some sort they they have that for SuperCon and they have it for Paradise City Comic Con. So I went to that doing that, and I was looking at the pamphlet. I was like, I was looking at the um, it was wherever the, wherever the booth was, and I saw on a video, I think it was on Instagram, that she was at the booth, right? And so I went to the booth on that Friday to see Angelina Castro, and I was like, holy shit, Angela Castro's here, and I didn't know what to fucking do. I didn't know what to do, man. So we talked for a bit, you know, with her colleagues and stuff. And I was just like, "Where do I start?" And he's like, "You know, just, just, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm secure enough to admit I have no game because I have no game." He's like, "He's like, how do you, how are you able to make, make relationships with women?" Women. It's like, I, I'm honest. I don't have any fucking game. There's no, there's nothing about me that is revolutionary. Like, and it's, and it's also, it has also freed me to an extent to just be myself. You know, because I don't feel like I, I'm having to play, play a character. You know, to sort of, you know, try to mack with women. It's like, I don't have to do that for people. It's not, it's nothing I like to do. So, um, so I got a photo of her. She was dressed as one woman. So I got that photo. I got like five stickers to sort of make a difference with the, with the amount of money. So I was like, let me do that for her. And then, you know, she came up to me and I took a photo with her. And she was like, are you talking about my titties? I was, I was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, that's my titties. I was like. I was like, okay, I'm like, and I touched her titty. And if you go on Instagram, film underscore wonder, you will see the profile on the profile that is me touching her titty. 
Now, I didn't grab her titty. I just touched it, right? I just put my palm of my hand on her breast. And I had a, I didn't have like a, a devious face, my, look at my face, but I was like, I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What is my expression? What do I give out here to sell this? And I couldn't really sell. I was like, I'm really doing this. What the fuck am I doing? I'm doing this. I'm fucking doing this. And it, it, you know, it, it just, it just hit me that this is the first time I've ever met a porn star and fit physically. Have I met strippers? Yes, I've met strippers. I've gone to strip clubs. I don't go to strip clubs as much because when I go to a strip club, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna spend the money, and I'm like cool with spending money. Here's the problem though: like I have to pay for things. I have to pay for car notes. I have to pay for this apartment, which costs me a thousand six hundred a month, which I just recently got paid paying for. So I'm good for another month. I have to pay for you know my um, my insurance for AAA. I got to pay for my you know. The podcast, $96, I got to pay for Podbean. I got to pay, give him another year of this. And eventually I'm going to probably try to, you know, branch out to do other podcasts. To, to not just do other podcasts, but I want to, you know, I want to grow this thing, which I've been saying, you know, countless times. But, but it's taking me very slow because of money and other stuff. But that's neither here nor there. You know, so that was sort of a big moment, I guess, for me and sort of my brand, sort, which is sort of. I would say, admittedly, still a bit undefined. Undefined as is, like, you know, you're, um, you're, you have your hand on your titty. It's like, is this going to bring you promise? Like, I don't think no one's going to bring me promise other than just, okay, this is kind of funny. And uh, she's like, she hugged me after that and she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And I was just like, I was nervous. She's like, don't be, don't be. And I was like, and I I was calm and cool and collected, but I was like, I was overwhelmed. But I was like, I'm meeting, I'm meeting Angelina Castro. And it's like, uh, if, you have, if there's a question, it's like, uh, how, so, dude, how big are her titties? It's like, they're big. <laughs> she's she's my type of woman. <laughs> um, like you know, older, you know, well proportional. Um, you know, she's plus size. She's you know, I love plus size women. Um, I like I like older women too. I like you know, I like you know, you know, average women too. Like I don't. Thing is, you know, I try not to profess it because honestly, I'm not, I don't want to be a creeper, you know, and that's kind of my other thing is like, it's like, well, she's actually touch her titties. Like, but here's the thing about porn and I respect porn, um, not just as, as a way to get off. Right. But I respect the worker who does this for a living because this is what you do. And I don't want to come off as a creeper who's just going to touch you, you know, just not stop. It's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm doing this. I'm really doing this. Oh, my God, I want to do, I want to do things. He's like, but you're a human being. Like, you don't you don't want to be the God who's going to be the creeper. So it's like I was watching one of these videos on this one a porn show. I've been I've been friends with for a while and I probably, you know, said this the last couple of weeks. Um, and I watched the video. I was like, you know, how do you become friends with the cam girls? Like, you know, one of them is, you know, say hello to her. You know, don't call her BB. Don't call her. Don't, you know, ask for demand. Um, don't be a creeper. You know, if you wanted to go on scene mate, for example, and, you know, you want to you want to get her attention. It's like, you know, do a private show. You know, tip or two, you know, give her some money and do all that shit. But, you know, you have to respect her. You have to respect her rules. You have to respect the rules because it is not you. You have no ownership over them. They're they're people too. Like they're people too that you know want to get off just like you want to get off, and they want to get paid for it. 
you know, it's what I've been saying to other porn stars, you know, who I'm friends with on Twitter and Instagram. It's like, I get off more to you getting paid off of my pleasure than I do off my own pleasure. Because it is mission accomplished when you get paid and I'm, I, I'm incidentally masturbating and I bust a nut. Curtis home as you're probably listening to the show, it was like, why is this boy, why is this boy airing at the fact that he masturbates? Because I masturbate. Masturbating, masturbation is good for you. It's, it's, I'm not just saying that as a way to, you know, to garner, you know, um, you know, some sort of like, you know, uh, you know, battle cry of, um, well, I, this is the pro masturbation club. No, medically, when you're masturbating, you, uh, uh, there's a chemical in the brain that releases, um, in, in a dopamine dopamine is basically pleasure. And so if you're a woman or a man, you know, and you feel this, 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 this like overwhelming feeling in your brain, that is the brain being pleasured by you getting off to whatever you're looking at. It could be, um, um, masturbatory porn it could be interracial porn it could be you know uh black women it could be um you know um some weird like kink you have it could be bdsm foot fetish cuckold which i'm not a cuckold guy um you know a denim fetish it could be you know I don't know. You could you could get out to a woman who doing a, her her best Mina Savari uh, um, um, impersonation from American Beauty. Um, you know, putting flowers all over her body. You know, it could be any anything of that. You know, magnitude of that of that sort. Um, so yeah, masturbation. I'm pro masturbation, and um, anyone anyone who isn't, I I can't really tell you otherwise. Uh, you know why you are also it's also you know good for flushing the toxins out which there you go you never learn you learn something every day um um so where was i um oh yeah angela castro oh um yeah i i would kind of say she's kind of the biggest person i met and i'm and that is not a pun really she's kind of the biggest person i've met i met at the con this year so I, i i guess if i had to rank them um like what was your favorite who's your favorite person you took a photo with um castro and then i'd say bates because we i talked to her the most the most and and cindy morgan was cool um cindy morgan from you know caddyshack and tron and a bunch of other things she's done i think she wrote a book as, as well and she's been coming to the con since 2004 and and you know i took a photo with her and um, you know, we talked about the parking and I talked about, you know, other stuff. And then, uh, you know, she, she didn't know that I knew that she's been coming to the super con since 2004. And it's like, how do you know? And she's like, how do you know? I was like, I'm, I just have one of those memories, and I, you know, cause she's been coming there and she's a, I think she's a Florida native. She, she, she lives here. Um, and she was cool. Um, I, you know, um, and, uh, she's really attractive. Um, she's 63 and I was like, I was like, how do you know that? It's like, Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> not, yeah, she's, um, you know, she's cool. I'm sort of flubbing myself. I'm sort of flubbing um, what I'm trying to say. Um, so what else did I do at the event? Not much. I kind of walked around. I really, I took it easy this year because I kind of, I, I kind of fell out of it. Not because I'm sick of cons, but I, it just felt like I felt like I was doing the same shit I have always been doing since 2015, and now I'm kind of like I just want to change it up, like. Like for instance, when I took my first break this year, uh, March, like I, I kind of felt like I was doing the same thing. Just I'm just taking breaks, taking breaks, taking breaks, 
it's to get rest. And I want to get my rest. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I want to also come away with something valuable. And it's like, what's the most valuable? What's the one valuable thing that came up with, with the trip? It's like, I don't know. I feel like a force that to spend money. You know, you know, that that kind of was that was kind of good. Um, you know, um, not having the feel force to to spend money that you don't have and money you kind of need. Like, for instance, this is going to be kind of a weird week week when I come back to work because I'm I, I'm going to have to like save a ton of money, you know, to prepare for the next batch of you know bills. I got to pay for um, my my apartment and whatever else I got to pay for. I'm just that I'm I'm just that kind of guy. Like I ha- I kept ha- I had to keep that in my memory bank, knowing good and goddamn well that if I'm going to keep this place, um, to you know keep this place for a, a longer good bit of time, um, I have to make sure that things are kept. So, you know, why don't I you know do you know um pay for more Snapchat models or you know, pay for, you know, another mic or mixer or, you know, responsibilities. Like I'm, I'll be 30. I'll be 30 and coming up, you know, you know, in the next couple weeks. So, you know, this con has taught me that, yeah, my responsibilities are a lot bigger than I thought, but that's not a bad thing. You know, it's like, so it's like, what do you, so what do you, how do you spend my money on? I I got a couple of necklaces for my nieces. I got, I got some treats. Um, uh, those treats are kind of have kind of since been since smushed. I um, I helped out a couple of um, like artists, like because I go there for the cons for that. I don't really go there for the celebrity stuff as much as I used to. Um, so I kind of go there for them to support them. Um, you know, uh, shout out to Eric Bonholm and uh, and Daniel Chalky. You, you guys are awesome, um, as always. Um, uh, couple of the things that I spent my money on um I don't know some soap products I guess the handmade soap products I got those I was kind of with some bath uh, bombs but I but uh I might I might have some from 2015 but I can't find them I haven't used them since I bought them from um uh a cosplayer um uh so she was and she was all right um I think her name's Starbucks uh so you know it just taught me to not really take the whole experience, you know, too widely. And and that's kind of how I've been taking things lately, just moderation, you know, you know, how do you, how do you meet women is like moderation. I don't, I, I, there's not, I don't, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a huge personality. Like I, I do, I, I tell, I got to, I tell jokes and I, you know, I say funny shit, but I'm, but I'm, I'm really, I'm just a dude. I don't, I don't think of myself as too huge for school. And that's kind of how I've been treating myself lately. And it's also, it's freed me in, in some way, you know, to not treat things like they should be so huge or so big and so monumental. Um, because life is too short as it is. It's just, I could either be, I could either be, um, too much around on ego or I could do something and you know make something of myself and um be better um and I want to be better um I don't want to you know be in the same hole you know worshiping the same shit I used to worship when I was younger worshiping or you know like I'm I'm I I even feel different like this year is kind of indication I just felt different and it's a different that I needed to feel 
Sorry about that. Um, I hate when that option comes up, but I just I I want to feel like like I've made a difference in the world as little as possible. Um, like for instance, later today I'm going to call call into a show that talks about trans issues, and uh, one of my favorite people in the world in the industry is going to be on there. I'm going to call her and talk about um, you know that those very subjects and you know why I love this person, um, you know why I root for her, and you know I and I and uh, do I I mean. I, I, in a way, I kind of feel like I've slacked off to her some, in some way because I haven't really been able to, you know, contribute in some, in some sort. Um, and I've been honest. But, you know, I kind of want to make those differences, those gains. But none of this whole, like, low, low, um, low, um, low bar, um, this low barization of, you know, just, well, you call it something else. Like, you know, for instance, like at when I was at Publix on Saturday, I heard a dude call a black woman a four-eyed bitch, and I should have said something at that very moment, but I t- I played it off too cool, and I saw her staring at the guy, but I didn't I didn't stick up I didn't stick up for her, and I wish I did something about that in that, in that very moment. But you know, it's 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 you know, growing to be, get better takes time. It it's not it's not a um it's not easy. You know, I, I, and, and, you know, I, we all wish it would be easier to just, you just grow out of, uh, whatever, but it's, it's, it's not easy, man. You know, but that's, 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 you know, it, it, that's what it takes to be dedicated to this. Like, it's like, uh, so what was the whole goal for this whole entire year? It's just be better, do better, you know, expect better yourself, you know, Am I going to turn my parents off, you know, or, you know, family members off about, you know, how I've changed? Like, yes, but they have to know that I can't be the same guy for another, for another decade. I can't be that guy. And if it means I have to challenge some of my family members, I have to challenge my friends, uh, then game on. I have to do it. I had to do it because I have to do better. And. I, you know, I have my own setbacks, autism, you know, anxiety, um, you know, I'm a bit distant from my, 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 my dad and my, my mom and so my mom and I aren't talking again, um, um, cause I didn't want to invite her to my apartment. Um, and the reason I didn't want to invite her to my apartment was, um, she, you know, when I talked about, uh, uh, one episode about, um, when mother's day about her being a Trump, being a Trump supporter, I was just like, that's, that's why, cause I didn't want to deal with it. And I didn't, I didn't want to deal with it because I didn't, I didn't really feel like talking about, about, about it because one, um, it, the, the Trump shit feels akin to a past that none of us should never have to go back to. Um, it's also further proof that, you know, this whole, this whole low bar, you know, you know, give so-and-so a chance is, it's just, it's made idiots matter. And, and idiots and and fascists and misogynists and racists matter in ways they shouldn't matter, and that's fucked up. Personally, that's really fucked up. So you know, I guess the, the very thing that's kind of taught me is just there's all this shit here. It's just you know it'll be gone in four days. You know, and you know the whole parking situation in two days, and especially also it also sucks when you have to walk back to your car to the beach in pelting rain with a time limit because I had to be back there at 18 <laughs> damn it um, <laughs> um, you know it just it taught me 
to not yeah you don't this is this isn't gonna last forever you know and you know do the best you can on this earth because if you don't you know what did you accomplish you know especially when you're dead i mean once i get off this podcast i'm gonna go to the gym um you know um i'm I'm getting a little hungry but i'm but i gotta i I gotta i gotta pump some i gotta get some weight man you know pump up and you know i'm gonna try to do that more often like i'm i've gained a little weight while i've been off and uh, it wasn't as bad as march but you know it's noticeable um i feel better uh knowing i take this vacation and you know i just the very thing i want to do this year is is i want to do i want to do better than i did last year and next year same thing and then the year after that next same thing the year after that next same thing it's like you know i mean who knows what the next what's the next thing i want to do i might want to read a book on you know how to have sex you know weird shit like that that just comes up to my mind it's just i don't know it's just but um you know this one felt different i thought last year was a lot better um, I know I said it probably on I probably said on one of the Snapchat videos like oh this was the best con ever like no it wasn't it was, this is okay um, it's just the, the park situation really fucking fucking sucked oh man and um, you know next year I want to go to you know to you know to Awesome Con and I want to go to DC in general because I might want to you know explore DC you know the monuments and and the the festivities, uh, you know, the museum. I want to explore that, and you know, do a one day tour of that, or two days, or three days, oh, one or two days, if it's possible. And then go to Awesome Con for that amount of time, and uh, you know, have fun with that. And and um, you know, and, and then once I come back from there, I want to go to, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to Orlando um to see hopefully see if fetish is going to be in the same time as uh, as this year. And I can't go to fetish con this year because commitments like I, I got I have to work and you know I, I don't want to have to travel you know all that amount of time knowing I have to you know save some money and you know do what I do so you know that's sort of what I've been eyeing about and and um you know it's, it's you know, in a way I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to work so I can you know you know have my, my, my mind focus on you know uh doing what I've been doing and that's saving money and all that stuff um, because I always give myself hype, hype up to, you know, hey, you gotta pay, you gotta pay rent for the next month, the year after that, because I have this, I have a clock in my mind, it's like, how were you at currently financially, and are you gonna pay this off, you know, it's just, this, you know, despite the current shit that's going on in Washington, and the current shit that's going on in our politics, local and state news and shit, and it's just, you know, it's the one thing I've, the one thing I can keep in mind is like, I've, I've done a lot more than I thought, and I'm gonna keep doing. I'm trying to do more. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to calling to the show, man, and I'm I'm really looking forward to knowing these two women um, more on, on a on a on a huger level than I guess I, than I expected. And maybe I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself in this way, but um, I really mean this. Um, you know, um, part of me kind of feels bad. I wish I could do more for her, but. And maybe I'm sort of like, you know, over-excitating my, the way I feel, but, you know, and I feel some sort of way about that. So, um, did I see anything uh, while I was on vacation? Uh, I, I saw a couple of movies. I saw Valerian, which, which was bad. Um, it's not doing very well and it costs a ton of money and 
Um, Europa Corp is probably going to pay us some money, but I guess they'll be fine because um, I don't know what's going to make overseas. And plus, you know, STX Entertainment, I think is a, it's probably a Chinese um, movie studio, I guess. So, you know, they'll be okay, I guess. But the movie was trash. I didn't like it very much. Um, they had some okay ideas, I guess. Like the beginning was cool where you had um, – countries and and you know stale you know previous stalemates you know you know come to a head by you know merging together and creating this this um this uh i forgot the name of the 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 the, the ship i guess um and of course eventually aliens you know shook hands as the years went by and stuff and aliens and humans shook hands and that was okay but the problem is cardellian and uh, dane dehane have no charisma um, Clive Owen is forgettable. Uh, Herbie Hancock, you know, wasn't bad. He was probably the best part about it, to be quite honest, acting wise. Um, can't, oh, Brianna was okay. Um, that's Bubble. Um, but the script was shit. The, the script was shit, so it didn't really matter. Um, she, but she she did the best job she could to power through that that um, unfortunate script. Um, so yeah, what else did I see? Oh, Ghost and Shell. I saw that um, after Friday night. It was terrible. <laughs> okay, actually, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good. Um, the 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 um the fact that um um that um that um Scarjo said what she said about you know I want to focus on the feminine issues. It's like whatever, the movie's trash. It's terrible. Um, I don't know how you would put so and so money into this shit. You know, sort of like whitewashing the shit. It's just, it's stupid. Just, just they could have went with an Asian actress, and they could have, you know, done it as it was in the anime. And I'm not a, I'm not a Ghost in the Shell fan by any means, but I do like the movies. You know, topics. I like the the way the world is shaped and how, you know. Everything is shaped by intelligence, and you know how you were once a human being, and then you go into this ghost, um, and you live out this life, and then once you realize that oh shit I'm in this I'm in this thing that I'm not that I'm not actually that I'm not at all you know the movie has some pretty good ideas um the anime movie not talk not, not the movie um I I just I felt the movie took some shortcuts around it um especially how um they sort of played off that um um that uh uh major was Motoko Kizunaki who was the protagonist in the in the anime anime in the series So I didn't like the way they took liberties with that. I, I thought that was a that was a pretty shitty way out um, to sort of like, hey, Mosoto's in that movie, but she's you know played by a white woman. Yay, yay, uh, feminism. I didn't like the way that was handled. Um, uh, the uh, who who else was in that that was um, um, Julia Benoist, I thought was wooden. And Michael Woodshot, he he was in there for a short bit of time. He was wooden too. Like the movie didn't really do a lot of people, a lot of favors in the movie. It was just, it was a, it was basically a westernized anime, a live action. And it wasn't good. It was it was underwhelming. Like it's it's not one out of, out of five, but it's it's damn sure two out of five. I didn't enjoy watching it. I didn't hate it. Like it looks good. Like it looks impressive. Um, I just you know I didn't hate it. It was just it was boring forgettable like i i won't see this again like it happened it just came out it just happened um the final scene yeah forgettable yay they they find a robot like in the anime and it's not even it's not even as compelling excuse me 
it's not compelling at all. It's just none of, none of, nothing about the movie is compelling. It just looks good, but who cares when the studio and even its own even even its own main players just don't give a shit. I don't care, and therefore you don't care. And uh, yeah, it's nothing right home about. So um, I'm probably gonna try to watch um, the Beguiled, the older movie today. Um, so I don't have to do it during the, during my work week. So there's that. Like I'll do that too um, before I go back to work tomorrow. Um. Okay, on to the news topics. Um, I really didn't come up with much of a um a um uh like a lot of news topics. I because I'm I'm kind of taking it easy. Um, but um, uh, Dunkirk is number one again at the box office. Uh, it made twenty eight million dollars. Um, uh, from from uh, July twenty eighth to thirtieth. Uh, 102 million dollars. Uh, apparently the budget is 100 100 million dollars. But I, I saw somewhere it was like 140 million dollars. I have to check that. I can't really tell you for sure what it is. The Emoji Movie um, made 25 million dollars. Uh, 24.6 million dollars to be exact. I think that is the exact estimate. Um. So um, it cost half its budget. Like it cost half what it made. 50 million dollars. But the thing is, is, I don't think it'll get there because it, it got killed by critics. Um, Girls Trip um, is doing very well, um, and I, I have some thoughts on that movie a little bit later. I loved it when I saw it. I just didn't get a chance to talk about it. Made $20 million uh, this weekend, so that's number three. Atomic Blonde, which I'm seeing tomorrow night at the work, um, made uh, $18 million, and it's, it costs a smooth $30 million, so it should make that back. I think it made more, a little more than the first year on with its first weekend. Um and I think it's capable of making more than that than the first one. I just don't. I don't know if it's going to be as good a film as the original John Wick. Spider-Man: Homecoming, um, uh, after dropping sixty-one and fifty percent its first two weeks, uh, steadily dropped forty percent, which is should which is what it should have done in the first place. If uh, Planet War for Planet Apes didn't cause it to contract, which inexplicably it's not doing real well after um, a week after its first week, uh, it dropped. It lost half its audience. Uh, it lost. Uh, nearly two thirds of his audience last week, um, so it made ten million dollars, ten point three million dollars to be exact. Um, it's currently at one hundred eighteen point six million dollars, and I didn't tell you all the exact estimates for the other movies. Um, Girl Strip, which is number three, made has made sixty five point five million dollars total. Spider Man Homecoming has made twenty thirty eight point three million dollars total. Dunkirk, which is number one at the box office, um, has made one hundred two point eight million dollars. Uh, so there you go for that. Um, uh, more again as uh, number six, uh, one hundred eighteen point six million dollars um, with a hundred fifty million dollar budget, um, which it it don't make that it won't make that amount. It, it'll probably what'll what'll help War for the Planet Apes will be overseas. That'll save it. Uh, the Superman three is doing very well, um, seven point seven million dollars overall, twenty thirty point four million dollars. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, uh, which is not doing very well. Uh, thirty point six million dollars. It lost sixty percent of his audience because it is a bad movie. Uh, uh, Baby Driver is still doing very well. Baby Driver is Baby Driver is looking pretty good to make about hundred million dollars. Um, so let's give Edgar right. Uh, so it's it's made about twice its budget. Uh, so that's pretty good. Wonder Woman is, has been doing yeoman work at the box office. It's made about. Three hundred ninety-five million dollars, and it is the highest-grossing comic movie of the year thus far. Uh huh. 
number 10 at the box office, $395.4 million, with an outside chance of making $400 million, which I can definitely see it happening for that movie. And WB tried so many ways to fuck this movie in the ass, and uh, it is um, it is persevered. Wonder Woman has persevered. While movies like Transformers, uh, I was looking at its budget, its box office, uh, has failed miserably in the United States. That is for 128.7 million dollars. Um, and I'm actually going to check Transformers uh, overall. Hmm, foreign. Wow, it's not doing. It's not doing as well as the original. As the as a fourth movie, it's made about four hundred forty million dollars of foreign. Uh, totally t- overall, it's made five hundred sixty-eight point eight million dollars. So it'll be fine. Um, just it, not fine enough, I guess. Uh, Detroit, which is going to be its wide release, I guess not a great gross. Uh, Twenty theaters, eighteen point two average. Uh, that's not that great. It's not bad. It's not. It's good, but it's not great. Um, if uh. Uh, Catherine Bigelow was expecting, you know, a huger movie than she expected, and um, so yeah, Cars Three is outside the top ten. Big Sick was not was pretty good. I enjoyed it for what it was. Is there anything else at the box office want to talk about? I don't think so. I don't think so. There's not much else to talk about in regards to the box office. Uh, just know Dunkirk is really good. I enjoyed it. Um, see it. Um, I don't know about the Emoji movie, which I, it looks like crap. Girlship was great. Um, seeing Atomic Blonde tomorrow. Spider-Man Homecoming is awesome. Wolf of the Lenin Apes is awesome. Uh, Shigami 3, which I have not seen yet, but I but I need to see it. Uh, Valerian is not good. Baby Driver is really good. Wonder Woman is really good. The Big Six is really good. Uh, Transformers The Last Night is terrible, but it, it's a good terrible. By good terrible, I mean it's really bad, but you'll have to enjoy it in, in order to embrace terribleness. Uh, so that's that. I, I don't have much else to talk about on that end. Um, so I what is the article? Oh, um, so yeah, um, talking about girl girl strip, uh, how it, it's been doing very well successfully and stuff. Um, I don't have an article per se about how people are talking about how much of it, it's it's surprise and shit. But all I can say is this. When Hollywood and media people in Hollywood or just, you know, in, you know, in the know and it's particularly white, white audiences that are constantly shocked and surprised that black people and people of color go to the movies. I get I get irked at the fact that people constantly believe and constantly don't think we don't go to the movies. It started with that Hollywood Reporter article about this shit, about you know why they're you know why where are the black women, where are the women of color? It's like why are y'all always saying where are they? It's like why are you shunning them from the industry? And then when we point this shit out, you 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 put your fucking tail between your legs and you're like, oh my god, I am surprised, I'm surprised, I'm shocked, I'm shocked. It's like you do this because you want to keep the industry's you know status quo. You don't want to expand out of it because you're so uncomfortable in your own skin about you know blackness about about our blackness so you fight so hard against it so you don't want us to to you don't want us to have our movies and and be able to shine and do what we do it's just it's so fucking tired it's so fucking tired you know it's just it's like what are you doing you know promoting this bullshit thinking it's just 
ridiculous. I'm, I'm looking at this article by um, uh, um, and I'm not I'm not talking about it on the show, but it's uh, uh from the Hill uh, Dem campaign chief vows no litmus test on abortion, which is low bar. You see, see, you know, this is a fucking low bar, man. Anyway, um, <laughs> let me get back to girls' trip. Yeah, please stop thinking these movies are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are these movies do so? Because I don't know. It's four black women on on screen. Three of them are middle aged, and they're having the time of their lives, and and. One of them is an upstart, and Tiffany Haddish, who was the funniest part of that movie, and it was so funny that in my theater, people were mad at me. It was like, you, you, you should laugh somewhere else, and and I, I disregarded them. I was like, okay, I was like, okay, all right, fine. I was like, but I'm gonna get my life. Like, man, like I, there was a time in that movie where I could not, I couldn't breathe. Like my, like my, my chest, like I. My chest cavity was well, not my chest cavity, but ooh, that's bad. Uh, I, my my chest was tight, man. Really, really tight. Really, 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 really tight. You know, it's just it, it amazing, amazing film. Just amazing film. You know, it's just man, wow. Um. I haven't laughed like that in a long time seeing it. And, um, you know, I, I guess I just let it be known. And, you know, I've been, you know, I, I've never seen, it's never happened in cinema before where you have four black women leads. It's, it's never happened. If you think about it, it's just, it's like, you, when you, when you sit there and you think about it, it's just that this, that's never happened before. And that's never happened before. And then, you know, all these firsts, like I, I kind of, I want to get to a point where that and there aren't firsts anymore. There aren't, you know, there, you know, the first autistic person, you know, is a, is a, is a black autistic person is a leading role, or, or you know, first, uh, you know, um, um, gym, uh, um, black gymnast to, to hold this role and this, or, you know, I kind of wish first was a thing of the past, and it was, it's, it's kind of the the way life is and the way things are and the way the you know the way businesses are run. There shouldn't be a first to this. It should always, it should already be a thing. There, there shouldn't be a first to this. I was like, why are we still doing first? It's just, it just, it's like, and it's like, it, it's, it's no wonder people are trying so hard not to change. It, it, it just, it, it's disgusting. It's just, it's really fucking disgusting. And it's just like, what do you do? To the whole shit changes. And I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. So, it's not a surprise. It it's a great film, and people should see it. White people should see it, and hopefully they stop opting out of this bullshit. And you know, hopefully we can get out of this shit. But um, you know, with, with my hope from people these days uh, being as low as it is, I don't know. But uh, you know, cross your fingers and and uh, hope things change. Uh. Scarabucci executive producing a show movie about paternal while in the White House. Yeah, um, inexplicably, speaking of people who are doing things, you know, on you know on the side, making money on the side, you know, while in the White House, uh, 
Steve Mnuchin, Rat Pack Steve Mnuchin. Um, for those of you familiar with Rat Pack Entertainment, uh, Steve, Steve Mnuchin, who is our treasurer fucking secretary, he's a financier in Rat Pack Entertainment, uh, who's also part of Rat Pack Entertainment. Motherfucking, uh, I can't think of his name. It just came out my mind because I'm so pissed off. Brett Ratner. That is the guy's name I was thinking of. Fucking Brett Ratner. He is also uh, a financier in Rat Pack Entertainment who has produced such amazing hits like BVS and Suicide Squad and Unforgivable. It's my life! It's mine! You know, producing that nonsense. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, what else can I say uh, about um, Scaramucci? Um, in the Hill... Um, President Trump's uh, new White House communications director, Anthony Scamucci, is credited as a as a executive producer for an upcoming HBO movie about disgraced Penn State coach Joe Paterno. The Hollywood Reporter for Fairmont said that Scaramucci is credited as an executive producer on the currently unnamed movie, which has been referred to by HBO as Untitled Barry Levinson Project. It is about the sexual abuse scandal surrounding former assistant uh, football coach Jerry Sandusky and former head coach Paterno. The movie will be uh, directed by uh, Levinson. It stars Al Pacino as legendary Penn State football coach uh, Paterno, who was dismissed from the university amid scandal in 2011. According to the reporter, reporter HBO is being titled about Scaramucci's role, but it is unlike, it is likely that the investment banker was only involved in with securing funding for the film. So he's a financier, but still, it, it's, a, it's a big fucking deal. Um, Scaramucci has a history of helping finance movie production. Scaramucci also lists an upcoming movie starring Sherry Terry on his financial on his financial disclosure form. According, that's gonna be awkward. Um, uh, according to the report, it is titled "Scary for the Crazy for the Boys." Scaramucci uh, secured funding for that movie, but it is not listed as an executive producer. HBO film is set to air in twenty eighteen, and it was and it was really titled "Happy Valley" before the title was dropped due to another production's use of that title. Um, what are we time we're in where we have people who work in Hollywood are like getting like hand me down to do these studio movies? It's just you know, while in office, it's kind of amazing if you think about it. The time we're in, be it historical, be it historically, historically speaking, in a good way or a bad way, it's kind of amazing if you think about it that we would never get to a point in history where you would see the paradigm of politics being controlled by Goldman Sachs and essentially people who, you know, have studios who, you know, have such heavy influence, you know, controlling Medicare, Medicaid, um, our fed, I think Janet Yellen, you know, luckily still is, you know, part of the fed and we don't have a, any an idiot running the fed. So we have somewhat of competent of competent value, you know, still, you know, securing the fed. Um, so there's that, um, but, um, you know, it's kind of scary to know that with, with things being as low as they are, the bar being as low as it is, that this just happens out of the blue and nothing just seems to be solved about it. It's just, you know, it's just, it feels like a lollygagging We're you know, you know, when is Trump going to be out of office? When is Pence going to be out of office? Because I'm, I'm worried about him the most. You know, Trump just can't get anything done. But you know, with Pence, you know, he can get something done because you know the GOP fires that motherfucker. But you know, even but you know, you know, with the things being as they are, the drama of the the healthcare vote and and um, you know all this other shit is just 
it just goes to show you just this is what happens when people just let norms die because part of it's feelings and the other part of it's just, you know, carelessness. It's just carelessness at a reckless, at, you know, at reckless war speed where it seems like it just it's careening into a cliff and it just it just won't stop. It's just it, it feels so hopeless. Um, and to see Scaramucci, you know, being an executive producer of a movie and whether or not he's just financiering it, like it don't matter. It's still scary to me. It's like it it, it never stops being scary. It just <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just. Oh man, it's a living shit out of me. I don't know what can be done about it. So, um, I was gonna say, um, just uh, you gotta vote these assholes out, and uh, that's all I got to say. Um, and, uh, um, go on to another topic. Um, I have a couple more articles. Uh, if this can load. Uh, this is from Ross' story. Um, movies aren't very diverse because most directors are white men, and that's not changing. Um, this is uh, Ross' story by Sarah Burrs. Um, so today on CBS this morning, um, which is one of the rare times you will actually see me report a story from maybe CBS this morning. Um, Professor St- Stacy Smith released a report. Oh, I'm not reading really that right, but this woman, her name is uh, Stacy Smith. Uh, um, she's a professor. I don't know what who, for what, but uh, she was on there talking about um, how um, the industry is. Um, it hasn't really there hasn't really made any big shifts in the in the games. So you know, basically, it's predominantly dominated by white males in directing, writing you know, casting, whatever. Is it getting better? Sure. It's getting a little better, but you know, there could be huge games made in the industry, but unfortunately they're not really, you know, the time and the effort doesn't seem to be taken into, the, you know, making the efforts in the games and though in, in those areas. Prosperity. You know, she basically was talking about how there needs to be gains, you know, with, um, you know, people in the industry and, uh, you know, you know, more of those gains to be made, um, directing, writing, um, uh, you know, production studios. Like, I'm sure this one apparently has her own production studio, um, but, you know, it's not enough. You know, I, I was saying while I was watching the video on um, uh, CBS.com, uh, um, I could play it here um, as well. Um, so give me one second once I pull that up, but yeah, she's only, it's only one woman and it's going to, and it's going to have to take more than just one woman. It's going to have to take, you know, a lot of people to, you know, make sure that's happening. So, you know, saying for people of color, black people, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so this is her, Stacey Smith. And we see that few women are at the upper echelons of power. What we have found is that when there's a female in the director's chair, from some of the other work that we've done with short films and independent features, you see more girls and women on screen, more female leads, more women 40 and above, more racial and ethnic diversity. We need more female directors to be calling the shots behind the camera. Okay, um, before I continue, um, she also, um, there's, there is a statistic on here that mentions um, how... Um, film directors out of a hundred thousands, uh, six directors and 900 films, uh, those statistic reads, it's 41 women, 56%, 
uh, African or uh, African black or African American, thirty uh, Asian or uh, Asian American, um, um, and I guess if you add that, uh, forty one women. I mean, well, oh wow, I'm doing I'm doing mathematics. Uh, eighty six and uh, one twenty seven. So that's one hundred twenty seven out of a thousand six directors and nine films. So yeah, that kind of indicates that uh, you know. Uh, I can do that right now, actually. Uh, da, 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 don't mind me. I am doing something in my calculator. <laughs> uh, um, 127 divided by 16. 13%. 13%. If you round it up, 13% of women or people of color are represented in Hollywood. Damn, that's awful. And you see people like Reese Witherspoon, you know, who's now producer, making lots of projects and using lots of women. Right, but we need women in that key leadership position. Well, we need them as directors, as a producer. Yeah. We also need female directors calling the shots because that's the key, like Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman recently, right. or Catherine Bigelow coming up with Detroit. Okay, um, there's more statistics on women behind the scenes among 1,438 content creators. Uh, directors are only 4.2% of the industry. Uh, that are women uh, writers are 13.2 percent that are in the industry uh, producers 20.7 percent are in the industry composers there are yeah there's a very small amount of female composers um, like try to name some of the female composers in, in Hollywood um, I can only name one her name is Shirley Walker and she's dead unfortunately and she was an awesome composer she composed uh, Batman anime series um, Batman anime series she composed true lies she composed a big budget movie back in 1994 with Arnold Schwarzenegger Tom Arnold um, uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis, um, James Cr- James Cameron, oh, um, uh, Elijah Dushku. She was also in it. Um, you know, shout out to Elijah Dushku. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, man. Like it, it's it's oh man, wow. It, it, it's just so deflating to see those numbers be what they are, and to see that there that of course you know you can you know, make them you know make this you know the same argument that uh well it's getting better it's getting a lot better it's like but it's like when will it get better it's like we're it's like we're just running in circles and hoping this shit gets better and it's just it's just i don't know it's just a lot of people sit on their hands and knees it's just not their hands and knees but just letting shit go and and not um you know not uh doing the uh due diligence men in particular not doing any due diligence to um to um to help them out it just uh it sucks okay um lastly and this is going to be go a little off topic um um while i was at the con and you know in general you know i guess why you know i came to and back from the con i saw stuff on twitter regarding the breakfast club I do watch the Breakfast Club. I don't really care about the Breakfast Club. I think those guys are horrible pieces of shit. I have a friend who likes the Breakfast Club. He's interviewed him a couple times. He's a journalist. Um, I haven't really said made much said made much of a row about it, but you know, um, maybe I should. But uh, yeah, these guys are disgusting. Disgusting about people. People. Um, little of all, uh, comedian. He's been on MTV. Uh, I remember he was on Highly Questionable talking to Bomani Jones, Dan Lebatard, and uh, uh, Dan Lebatard's dad, Poppy. Gonzo Lebatard. Um, uh, you know, talking about, you know, this little thing, this one show he had on MTV too. And it's, I don't know if it's on there anymore. And yeah, 
Charlemagne, I remember he, and, I, and the clip's very long, and I, I'll basically paraphrase what I can remember from it. He was asked a question about what do you think of uh, uh, President Trump's, I don't want to call him President Trump, uh, uh, 45. What do you think of 45's, um, 45's ban on uh, uh, transgender women? And long story short, uh, yeah, let's just say the dude kind of wasn't really feeling the uh, uh, trans people. He wasn't really feeling them. And yeah, he also made a made a remark saying that uh, you know, it, you know, if I'm one of them, you know, um, you know, if I'm with her, you know, uh, you know, I'm gonna kill him because uh, you know, because his manhood was affected because he he can't handle um, uh, a person trying to transition from one sex to the other you know, trying to be comfortable in their skin. So, I mean, what it has shown me is that um, we have a long way to go as black men to 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 better ourselves in certain, you know, communities and, our, and, you know, see ourselves. Now, great, we're calling out white people and we're doing, you know, we're doing our, our thing there. That's great. You know, we need, to, we, need, we need to be doing that. At the same time, when we are trying to be uh, um, we're trying to cast them out, and we're trying to um, be discriminatory towards trans people. It's worse because we know what that's like when we're the one with the we we're the one that had the boot on our neck, you know, shitting on uh, trans women of color, she, and, you know, even you know white trans folks. You know that is bad. I'm like. To, to see that shit and it shouldn't shock me but it's like damn this is like y'all know better but you don't give a fuck you just don't care right my yeah it's not about me just don't care yeah i don't care you know what trans folk haven't done anything for me yeah, yeah i'm better than them it's like you ain't you ain't shit dude you just you're just a terrible human being and um, and it sucks. I have to you know end the show show on a on a, da- on a dour note and stuff because uh, it started so it started so high and I have to start a little low because I don't have to talk about it because it's it's pretty important. Um, so this is a little of all. Uh, he did the comedy special with some sort, and this is how you know this motherfucker sorry. He has a Jaguar shirt on, and uh, the only Jaguar I give a shit about is David Garrard because David Garrard uh probably did the probably the best thing in Jaguar history. I know they went to AFC, I know they went to AFC Conference Championship. So anyone that listens to this podcast, I don't care. David Garrard, to me, is the greatest Jaguar player of all time. Besides Marie Jean Shrew. Okay. Um but this motherfucker has on a a uh, Jaguar jersey. Um uh and he's, he's talking about some fucked up shit about uh you know trying to get a girl's number shit. So uh I'm gonna play this for two minutes, two minutes twenty seconds, and uh, see what y'all think. Do you think this shit's funny? And you think, oh, well, he's he's just telling jokes. These jokes though, jokes are awesome. Let me play the clip. White people follow black people. Just go with the flow. All right. Girl, I know this might seem strange, but let me know if I'm out of order for stepping to you this way. See, I've been buying you drinks for a while, and I just gotta let you know that 
Bitch, you mine, so you need to give me your name. And I leave you my number, and you better call a nigga today. As a matter of fact, you just give me yours too. And bitch, I call you. It's better to you, bitch. Cause who you think you just misled is boo-boo written on my forehead. I done bought them drinks. Bitch, you is my girlfriend. I don't want to hear that shit. Thought you just came out to have a nice time out and just chill. Damn, didn't I tell you to call? You tried to give me the wrong number And you thought you wasn't gonna see me no more But surprise, here I am in the flesh Oh, now you digging me Bitch, last night you was digging me Let me calm down, here's what we're doing tonight I'll probably go pick up my piece And when I'm through, then maybe I'ma swing by and then we gon' chill Oh, bitch, you gon' chill with me And you gonna be comfortable You gon' feel secure Cause you're with me Cause who you think you fucking with You must want your shit split I done bought them drinks Bitch, you is my girlfriend My name Roller Powell oh, That's comedy? Really? That's fucking comedy? Using a threat as a joke is that's comedy, dude. You ain't even a comedian. That ain't even funny. So even just listen, even just watching that shit again, I'm like, he's he he get my piece won't chill. I'm like, dog, you just threaten her with a gun? And like you just you can't play with this shit, man. These these quote unquote jokes that we're sort of, you know, putting at people, it's getting people killed. It's getting trans people killed. It's getting it's getting trans it, it, it's getting trans women of color killed at a pretty disproportionate rate. It's getting women killed. Just joking. I'm just I'm just telling jokes, y'all. I'm a jokey jokey kind of guy. Joke, joke, jokes, 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 jokes. I got jokes everywhere. Jokes, 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 jokes. <laughs> Pathetic. Black man, we gotta do better. And uh that's it. Um okay. Um I think that's it for the show. Um uh, thank you for listening. Um follow me again at uh film underscore wonder on Instagram. Uh also on Twitter, it's the same thing, film underscore wonder, uh, Snapchat. I didn't put it put this out earlier. Um no Captain Zero. <clears throat> um capital n and then it's basically everything else is lowercase and then just just uh the number zero um for that um uh filmwonder.wordpress.com as well as filmwonder.blogger.com uh, as well um um and as for some of the articles i'm gonna put out like i, I should have uh, wars of planet apes done to, uh, done this week same for um uh the girl's trip I might do one Atomic Blonde. I don't know yet uh, if I'm going to do it this week or next week. Um, Dunkirk's probably going to take me probably until next week um, to put that up because i got to read about the history of Dunkirk. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to sign off and uh, call it a podcast. Um, this has been Stefan Hall. Ooh, sorry. This has been Stefan, um, the film wanderer, signing off. Peace. And I will leave you with some tunes from 
um, one of my favorite um, soundtracks from the Sega Genesis days, um, The Adventures of Batman and Robin, um, The Joker Theme um, from the Sega Genesis. Enjoy. <laughs> 